If you found the second chapter of the book of Jonah, will you say amen? amen? Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord, his God, out of the fish's belly, and said, I cried by reason of mine affliction unto the Lord, and he heard me. Out of the belly of hell cried I, and thou heardest my voice. For thou hadst cats me into the deep, into the midst of the seas, and the floods compassed me about. All thy billows and thy waves passed over me. Then I said, I am cast out of thy sight, yet I will look again toward thy holy temple. The waters compassed me about, even to the soul. The depth closed me round about, and the weeds were wrapped about my head. I went down to the bottoms of the mountains. The earth with her bars was about me forever. Yet hast thou brought up my life from corruption, O Lord my God. When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord. My, and my prayer came in unto thee, into thine holy temple. They that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy, but I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that that I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. And the Lord spake unto the fish, and it vomited out of Jonah, it vomited out Jonah upon the dry ground. You can be seated. Father, good God in heaven, Lord, as we humbly bow in thy presence, Lord, we need you more than we've ever needed you before. I pray tonight, God, you'd cleanse my mind and empty me of self, and I pray tonight, God, that you would help us to do thy will. Lord, we ask you tonight, dear God, Lord, to inhabit our thoughts, and Lord God, I pray tonight, God, for men and women, boy and girl, Lord God, we ask you tonight, dear God, to help us to do thy will. God, we need you and we thank you. God, we give you glory and we give you honor and we love you. Save the sinner, reclaim the backslider and encourage each out of God. We thank you in Jesus' name together the church says. Amen. If I can, just for a few minutes of time, we'd like to just look tonight at some deep lessons from the belly of the fish. Some deep lessons from the belly of the fish. Tonight I could no doubt preach an hour out of these ten verses of Scripture, but I'm not going to keep you that long. I just want to hit on a few highlights tonight and just simply point out to you and I tonight, we've tried over the last, I think, about 16 weeks of Wednesday nights that I have mounted behind this pulpit. We've tried to focus on prayer. And let me just simply say tonight that every single one of us ought to have a ministry of prayer. You say, preacher, I'm not a preacher. I'm not a singer. I'm not a soul winner. I don't go door knocking. I don't lay down tracks. But you can pray. Amen. Understand tonight that you say, preacher, I don't even testify. But you can pray. Many of us tonight I also include myself in everything that we find in this scripture tonight. Many of us only pray when we find ourselves in a, in a storm. 
Many of us only pray when we find ourselves in a deep, dark valley. We see in verse uh, 1, chapter 2, verse 1, we see who Jonah prayed to. And Jonah prayed unto the Lord, his God, out of the fish's belly. Can I tell you tonight that there is no power in a statue. There is no power in an idol of wood or an idol of clay or an idol of steel. There was no power in uh, the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar made. But there is power in God Himself. Understand tonight that uh, not by power nor by might, but by my Spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. That's according to the Scripture tonight. We see why Jonah prayed in verse number 2. Look at this statement that Jonah said and said, I cried by reason of mine affliction. Understand tonight that we find Jonah, uh, he is praying only because he's in a mess. He's only praying because he's in a storm. He's only praying because he was disobedient in chapter 1. Chapter 1, God told him to arise and go to Nineveh. And the Bible teaches that Jonah rose. Uh, he went down to Tarsus. Uh, he boarded a boat and he paid the fare. Uh, if he would have done what God told him to do, he wouldn't even have to pay his fare. Understand tonight that Jonah is only praying because God has placed him in a storm. You say, preacher, I'm in a storm. Does that mean God put me in a storm? Most of the times God uses storms because we are disobedient to the Lord. <laughs> Understand tonight that it's, it's good. Don't get me wrong. It's good to be on the mountaintops. It's good to... Uh, feel like everything's going good but if you look on the mountaintops most of the time on the mountaintops it's where the wind blows and you see the shrub brush grow there. You see a few big trees but if you look down in the valleys, in the valleys is where the deep roots grow. In the valleys is where the large timber grows because that's where the water flows. Understand tonight that in the deepest valleys of my life is where uh, God has kept me hemmed up in the valley. I couldn't see what was going on all around me. I couldn't hear the wind blow. I was hemmed up in a valley and that is where God got my attention. He said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Well, preacher, what are you saying? I'm just simply saying tonight that sometimes tonight we find ourselves in affliction we find ourselves in the storm. We may even find ourselves in the belly of the beast. But most of the time it's because we have disobeyed the Lord. You say, preacher, I have never disobeyed the Lord. You just did that. Well, what do you mean? He said, thou shalt not bear false witness. And if you just claim that you were perfect, you just lied. Amen? Look, look with me if you will. Uh, one of the greatest compliments that we have ever been paid as people of God. Look in verse 2. Uh, Jonah said, and said, I cried by reason of mine infliction unto the Lord. Look at this statement. And he heard me. Out of the belly of hell cried I. Look at this statement. And thou heardest my voice. 
You understand tonight, it does not really matter if God answers your prayer the way you want God to answer your prayer. What matters is God hearing your prayers. You understand tonight, you can pray all you want to to that statue. That statue is not going to hear your prayers. The Bible teaches tonight in Psalm 6 and 9, for uh, uh, the Lord hath heard my supplication in Psalm 66 and 19, but barely God hath heard me. He hath attended to the voice of my prayer. John 9 and 31 says, For we knoweth God heareth not sinners, but if any man be a worshiper and doeth his will, him he heareth. Look at this with me, if you will, in verse number 4 tonight. Uh, Again, boy, we could just preach all night, but we're trying to hit just some high points. In verse 4 we see tonight, uh, we could ask Jonah, what are you feeling tonight? Well, let me just, before we ask this question tonight, what are you feeling when you're in a storm? Feel like the world's forsook you? Feel like God's cast you away? You ever felt like that it's been so long since you've heard the voice of God? You ever felt like it's been so long since you've felt the power of God move you? Ever sit in a church and everybody around you is getting blessed? You see them wiping the tears? You see them going to the altar and you see God all over them? But you don't feel anything? You ever been there? I have. Look what Jonah said. Look at this statement. Look at this confession that Jonah stated stated in verse number 4. Then I said, I am cast out of thy sight. But Jonah is simply saying this. Jonah is saying, I may be in this dark, dry place. I may be in this place where I can't feel your presence. Look at this next statement that he makes in this verse. He says, but I'm going to look. Hey, can I stop right here tonight and tell you that God's still on the throne even when we're in some bad times? God's still in control even when it feels like we're out of control. Thank God tonight, understand tonight, Jonah said, yet I will look again toward thy holy temple. Remember what Daniel said three times the day in the morning, in the noon, at night. Uh, oh, Daniel would kneel down. He'd raise the wind. Uh, he'd look toward Jerusalem uh, and he would pray. And that's what a lot of the, uh, the Jews would. They would look back toward uh, the holy temple. Uh, what well, can I tell you tonight, church? Uh, what they were doing uh, is they were blocking everything out uh, and looking. Uh, you say Jonah was in the belly of that fish. Uh, how, was, how did he know what way Jerusalem was? Uh, how did he know what way the temple was? Uh, can I tell you tonight, uh, honey, that the Bible teaches in John 4 uh, honey that that the woman at the well said uh, that our fathers worshipped in this mountain uh, and Jesus said uh, those that worship him must worship him uh, in spirit uh, and in truth Uh, I can't see Israel I can't see Jerusalem Uh, matter of fact let's look beyond what we can see Uh, I can't see Calvary Uh, I can't see Jesus Uh, but I'm looking toward faith uh, that he's still on the throne Uh, and God uh, has and forgiven. Uh, God has not forgotten about you. Uh, no matter what we go through, remember why Jonah's in the bottom of the ocean. Remember why 
the pressure of the water, billions and trillions of gallons of water are squishing down upon this boat, uh, down upon this fish. And Jonah, there in the belly of that well in the seaweed wrapped around his head, it's in the book. And Jonah, no doubt, for three days, he ain't seen the sun. His skin, no doubt, it must be starting to get pigmented. His, his skin must be starting to shrivel up. You remember when you sat in the bathtub, your fingers are shriveled. What do you think it's like there in the belly of that fish? That fish is doing this and doing that Jonah is tossed about no light but Jonah said I will look unto thee can I tell you tonight that no matter what you're going through look unto him the author and the finisher of our faith he's the only one that can help you no matter what you're going through tonight no matter what kind of storm you might find yourself in tonight look unto him Look unto Jesus. Thank God Almighty. Look with me in verse 7. I'm trying to hurry. i got two more and I'm almost done. We ask this question. Jonah, when did you learn? Let me ask you. When did you learn? What do you mean? If you look at the book of Jonah out of 66 books, Jonah and the book of Acts are the only two books in the Word of God that does not have a concluded ending. <laughs> what do you mean by that, preacher? The book of Acts, thank God it was alive. The church is still growing. Thank God it's a living organism. You see in chapter 1, the book of Jonah, and you see, thank God, God called Jonah. In chapter 2, we see this great repentance that Jonah's repentant. Then in chapter 3, we see that the word of the Lord came unto Jonah a second time. Thank God. I'm glad for when God gives us a second chance, a third chance, and a fourth chance. I'm glad tonight uh, that God uh, is full of grace. Uh, you understand tonight in chapter 4, uh, after Jonah went to that great city uh, and he preached about nine words, if I counted right, uh, he said, Yet 40 days uh, and Nineveh shall be overtaken. Uh, you understand that he went there finally uh, and did what God wanted him to do. Uh, then in chapter 4, uh, he got angry because God spoke uh, unto a nation. Uh, and they repented. Uh, but thank God, listen, neighbor. Uh, isn't that like we are? Uh, we fall uh, into a storm of affliction. Uh, we repent. Uh, crowd in the Lord. Uh, crowd for help. Uh, God helps us. Uh, we get back up on the mountaintop. Uh, we lay down our crutches. Uh, we lay down our cane. Uh, and we say, God, I've got it. Uh, and before long, uh, our spiritual life is, uh, is a roller coaster. Uh, we're up. Uh, we're down. Uh, we're up. See, if we really learned, then our life would be a steady climb. Maybe yours is. Maybe it's me that's still trying to learn. I'll start on that steady climb toward the mountaintop, and before long, I started playing them back out. I mean, there's still room for me to grow. You say, preacher, I've arrived. Pride goeth before destruction. Before long, I've done leveled out, and before long, I'll hit a little dip. And before long, I find myself starting to backslide. 
You look at me any way you want to. Before long, I find, well, I'm not reading like I ought to read. Before long, I see my prayer ministry. My prayer book is suffering a little bit. When am I ever going to learn? Before long, I come to myself. I say, Lord, I'm in the midst of this storm again. And it ain't long until we get straightened back out. Then we've got our eyes set on the prize. And we're pressing toward the mark of the prize of the high calling. And we're working our way to glory. And then it ain't long until we've leveled back out. You say, preacher, don't we need revival? Oh, yeah, we need revival. But let me just ask you this. If we truly serve the Lord the way that we ought to, would we really need revival? (laughs) You understand tonight simply this, this evening, that Jonah is no different than I am. Jonah is no different than you are. You say, preacher, I don't like the way you're preaching. You pray for me. I promise you, about seven minutes and I'm almost done. Amen. Now look with me in verse number seven. We just just asked Jonah, when was he ever going to learn? We just asked him in in this verse seven, when were you going to learn? He said, uh, when my soul fainted within me. Look at this next statement. I remembered the Lord. (laughs) I mean, isn't it amazing how how we get so busy with life and we just kind of push the Word of God back? Oh, that that new movie is coming on tonight at 9 o'clock. Y'all looking at me like, what movie? I have no idea. I'm just giving an illustration, okay? See, y'all were on the hook. Y'all getting ready to get your TV guides out, wasn't you? Understand tonight before long? Well, I, I... I probably ate too much popcorn through the movie. I had too much chocolate. Now I drank too much Coke. Now I sat there in the lazy boy and started drifting off. I'm tired and I don't have time to read tonight, Lord. I'm just going to make it up tomorrow. Huh. Maybe y'all better than I am. See, Jonah said that when he found himself, he said, when my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord. Look at, look at the rest of this. I thank God for this next statement. A welcome prayer in the presence of God. And my prayer came in unto thee, into thine holy temple. You understand this evening, I, until our prayers reach heaven, they're not going to get answered. What do you mean by that, preacher? I just mean to tell you tonight that God's not just sitting up there like a a carnival act ready to give an answer to prayer to whoever's paying. I mean, let's be honest, church. We live in a world that thinks that people can live any way they want to and God will still hear their prayers. That's not biblically. It's not biblical. You say, preacher, I don't like the way you're preaching. Understand, I'm not trying to ruffle your feathers. I'm trying to be biblically correct. If I have sin in my life, the first thing God wants me and requires me to do 
is to repent. I appreciate all six of you that agreed with me. I'm praying for the rest of you. Smile, would you? That was a joke. Lord have mercy. I've still got some of you lost back at that 9 o'clock movie. That's why that the book of 1 John, girls, if you'll go that way, i got two minutes left. Please. 1 John chapter 2 and verse 1, he said, My little children, write unto you these things that ye sin not. But if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father. Why would we need an advocate? If there is sin in our life, I'm not able to stand before God Himself. When God sees me and He sees me as I truly am, a, a sinful man, you know what? God will not accept me until I've repented in His Son's name. You say, preacher, what are you saying? I'm saying that the gospel still works. I'm saying tonight that the blood's still required. I'm saying that God still requires a broken heart and a contrite spirit. I'm saying tonight that God still requires clean hands and a pure heart. God still requires holy living. God still requires us to live a consecrated life. God still requires us to live separate from sinners. Amen. God still requires men and women to put Him first. God still requires men and women to repent of their sins. God still requires men and women to pray unto a thrice holy God when there's sin in our life. We've got to repent. And that's what we see Jonah did. And then we find at the conclusion of this chapter after Jonah repented, what happened? The whale, the beast, the storm that held Jonah vomited him up on what? Not, not in waiting water. <laughs> Jonah didn't get vomited out in the ocean and have to swim for shore. Can I remind you, thank God Almighty, honey, thank God tonight, he doesn't sleep nor slumber, he that keepeth Israel. Can I remind you tonight that he is able to keep that which we have committed unto him until that day. If God took care of you last month, then God's able to take care of you in this night. No matter what you're going through, no matter what kind of financial deficit, no matter what kind of marital problem, no matter what kind of family problem, no matter what kind of work trouble, no matter what kind of neighborhood trouble, honey, I want you to know tonight that Jesus is still the answer and God requires His people to pray.